Hi, welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast, where every mom can find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. You'll hear interviews with all kinds of moms who are learning how to navigate motherhood. Most of all, you'll learn that you have a partner in motherhood, a loving Heavenly Father who wants you to succeed and is always there to help you in your most important work as a mother. And now, here's your host, my mom, Dara Trendler. Welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. This is Darla, and this is episode 46. This is the final episode in a five-part series that I've been doing about ways to become more spiritually minded and talking about how you can develop your own relationship with God. And in this episode, we're going to talk about record thoughts from God. And just like all the, the previous four episodes in this series, all of the topics have come from a talk by the prophet, President Nelson, called Revelation for the Church, Revelation for Our Lives, which was given in April 2018. And each of the episodes has had a small portion of that talk, a little quote from it that we focused on. And so today we're going to focus on record thoughts from God. And the portion of the quote from President Nelson is this, write the thoughts that come to your mind, record your feelings. In this episode, I want to encourage you to record thoughts from God. And the way that I'm going to do that is talk about the blessings that we'll receive when we do that. And so what I did was I found a great article from the Church News that was put out in 2017 by Tad Collister. He is the General Sunday School President. And I will link up the full article in the show notes at spirituallymindedmom.com. But he listed out in that article five blessings that we can receive when we record thoughts from God. And so I really loved what he shared. And so I'm going to use his blessing, the blessings that he outlined in that article, and share the things that I feel kind of go along with that and some examples from my own life and things that I've seen. So we're going to jump into that now. So the first one is it preserves the integrity of the message. So I want to start off talking about an example from the Book of Mormon. So in Mosiah chapter 26, verse 33, we have the prophet Alma, and he has just received all of this great instruction from the Lord. The Lord has told him all kinds of things. And in that verse, in verse 33, he says that he wants to write down all those instructions from the Lord so he might have them. I love that thought that he might have them. We want to, he wanted to remember what Heavenly Father was telling him. He didn't want to forget. And this is so important for us to be able to remember the exact message that the Spirit is giving us. And if we write it down, it will be preserved and the integrity of the message will be there. So many times, I know I have read something that I wrote even just a few months ago, and I don't even remember the event or the feeling even happening. And so I've always been really grateful that I wrote something down. Now this week, the printable includes a link to a blog post about why you should keep a journal. And this is a post that I wrote. It's on spirituallymindedmom.com. I'll also link it up in the show notes. And I'm going to talk more about this post in the printable at the end of the episode today. But in that post, I shared about a time I was asked to give an experience in a lesson at church about a particular topic. And I was able to go to my journal to find my memory of that experience. It was totally preserved, and I could share in that lesson exactly what was happening to me in that moment because I had written it down. And I was able to share it in a way that it helped me, and it also helped those who were able to hear that experience that day in that lesson. So that's the first one. It preserves the integrity of the message. Number two is it preserves the feelings of the moment. Writing things down actually aids the spirit in prompting us. So an example of this is taking notes at a church meeting or a conference or something like that. Have you ever done that? I, 
I used to be someone who took copious notes at every meeting I attended, and I filled notebooks. But really, did I ever go back to those notes? Did I really know what was in there? Did I ever really remember what I wrote? I was just writing word for word or my own interpretation of what the speaker was saying. And really, those notes were not benefiting me a whole lot. So I kind of changed the way that I started taking notes because my husband and I heard a general authority speak quite a few years ago. And he said that our notes should be like, should not be like a school class where we take notes on what is said, but the note but that our notes instead should be the thoughts and the impressions that we receive. So after hearing that, that's when I started to change the way I was writing things down. And I was just focusing on what was I feeling while I was hearing this talk. And sometimes I was writing things down that weren't even what the speaker was talking about. Um, my husband also had a kind of a follow-up to this experience recently. This was a couple of years ago, and he had been been with me when we heard this council the first time. And then a few months ago, my husband was in a training meeting for a church, a church calling, and an apostle was there and speaking to them. And my husband said that when the apostle got up to speak, everybody pulled out a notebook. And he said that he felt a little self-conscious because he was near the front, and he was the only one he felt like he was the only one, I'm sure there was others, but he felt like he was the only one in the room that wasn't whipping out a notebook. But shortly after starting his talk, this apostle taught everyone that was there to just write down the thoughts and impressions they received, but to put away their notebooks so that they could listen and know what God wanted them to know. So this was something my husband and I have learned multiple times, and we don't take notes by writing everything down that the speaker is saying. But I do have a notebook handy. I usually keep it in my purse and pull it out when I feel a thought or impression, and that's that's what I write down. And usually it's something that I need to act on, which we talked about last in last week's episode. A lot of times those promptings I'm getting in a meeting like that or in general conference are something that I need to change in my life, something that I need to do better. Um, and sometimes those things I'm writing down go right along with what the speaker is talking about, and sometimes they don't because they're thoughts and impressions just for me. So if you have a thought or impression, just write it down, and that's the way that you can preserve it and remember it, and then you can act on the prompting that you received. Okay, the third blessing that we get from recording thoughts from God is that it plants spiritual seeds. So on the printable this week, you will find that there is a quote from Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf that says, looking back, we will recognize that there is a divine pattern that the dots really connect. And I really saw that in my life, that the dots really did connect when I was able to look back on a journal that I kept when I was a young adult. So this was before I got married. And I was not writing anything earth shattering or, you know, I didn't have major things going on. At least it didn't seem like it at the time, but really they were kind of major things. Like I was deciding what to study and where to live and and who to date, which eventually led to who I was going to marry. And, you know, all of those things were very important. So I didn't recognize at the time, but when I've gone back and looked at those journal entries and read, I can see that God was rocking right beside me. He was there at this most crucial a very crucial time in my life when I was making so many important decisions. And I can see how he, how he had a divine pattern for my life. I can see those patterns um, and how they were preparing me for future things in my life. Now, another thing, actually, this is the fourth thing that recording thoughts from God will, will do for us, will, the blessings that it will give us, is it facilitates future sharing. So I mentioned before that I have gone back to a journal entry and been able to share Uh, what I wrote because I preserved it with someone in a lesson. And I've also been able to use what I have written down to share with my own children. 
And so I wanted to share an experience that I had being able to do that. And so the way that I'm going to share this is I did write an article that was published about this experience. So I'm just going to read that article to you um, and, and then I'll talk about it at the end. So here's the article. One Friday afternoon, my 16-year-old daughter sent me a text during school telling me she got a 73% on a test. She had taken notes, studied, knew the material, and was so discouraged by this score. I responded back with a pep talk that included advice to talk to her teacher for ideas to study better. I also reminded her there was plenty of time to get her grade back up. I expressed as much confidence in her as I could using emojis in a text message. I wasn't sure if my pep talk worked. I thought about what she was experiencing and immediately remembered a similar experience I had had my first semester at a major university. I was a 24-year-old community college transfer student who had not been in school for over three years, and calculus was killing me. I believe God equips mothers to help their children. I had the thought, which I know was from God, to read what I wrote in my journal about my experience in the calculus class years ago. I pulled out the journal I wrote during my college years and found that I, what I was looking for. I had written about the struggles, how I dealt with them, and how everything turned out. When I finished reading the entries that covered my ups and downs with calculus, I immediately knew my daughter needed to read my journal. So luckily, the journal pages were in a three-ring binder. I took the pages out and wrote my daughter a note. I told her I understood what she was going through and asked her to read about my experience. As a parent, I have often told my children, I know how you feel. I think this approach is effective in some situations, but in this instance, the impact of sharing an experience was so much more meaningful because she could actually read the thoughts and feelings and struggles I wrote in the moment. My daughter came to me later and expressed how the journal entry had helped her. I had the perfect opportunity to talk to her about her current situation while she asked me to expound on how I had handled my situation all those years ago. I'm sure I would never have remembered my experience in a college calculus class if I hadn't written it down, and there's certainly no way God could have prompted me to share this experience if I had forgotten it and hadn't preserved it. Okay, so that is the experience that I had with my daughter, and it really does show, I think it illustrates well, how when we write things down, it does give us the opportunity to share it in the future. And I was writing down spiritual things at that point in my life, and they became even a greater spiritual experience when I was able to share it with my daughter. Okay, so the final blessing that I want to talk about, about recording thoughts from God, is that it enhances future revelation. So the Apostle Richard G. Scott describes how I feel about this perfectly, and this is what Elder Scott said. Knowledge carefully recorded is knowledge available in time of need. Spiritually sensitive information should be kept in a sacred place that communicates to the Lord how you treasure it. This practice enhances the likelihood of your receiving further light. So I have shared before on the podcast and on Instagram that I keep a prayer notebook. And so if you haven't heard me talk about that, I'll just recap it really quick. But each week I write on one side of the page the things that I am thankful for and the things that happened that week that I really want to express gratitude for. And on the other side, I write the things that I need help with in the coming week. And then at the end of the week, I review the things I ask for help for. And then I take a little pen. Usually I use a pen that's a different color than what I originally wrote. I like colorful pens. I have colorful pens everywhere. And so then I just write a little note next to each item of how I saw God helping me during the week. And I can tell you that doing this has seemed to open up more and more personal revelation for me. Recognizing God's hand in my life has helped me to see that he's there and he's helped me to keep going. And even when I don't receive an answer, it's kind of kept me thinking, you know what, I'm just going to have faith. This is going to work out. 
so right so now I have this notebook full of evidence of past revelation for me and this enhances the future revelation in my life in the article that I mentioned at the beginning where I got these five blessings from they were from Tad Collister the general Sunday school president um, he also shared a really fun story in that article that I wanted to share with you and so um, this was kind of an example that he used so if you were going to give counsel to your son. And let's say that you had a teenage son. I have two of them. So I this is pretty easy for me to imagine. But imagine that you have a son that's like 15, 16 years old. And you t- sit him down and say, son, I want to give you some counsel. Now think about what might happen in, in that situation. There's lots of things that could happen and they might not be all positive. But what if that son said, hold on a minute, mom. Let me run and get a notebook because I want to write down everything that you're about to tell me. Like, would you be so blown away if that teenager did that to you? I, I would be totally blown away that they would, they would value so much what I had to say that they were willing to write it down. And Elder Collister shared that example and related it to how we deal with the Lord. When he is giving us counsel, do we say, hold on a minute. I, let me get a notebook. Let me write this down because I don't want to forget what you're telling to me. Or do we give him an eye roll like a teenager might or just say, yeah, I'll get to that later, Um, you know, or do we really value what he says to us? Think about how you would feel if your child was valuing so much what you wanted to tell them that they were willing to write it down. And, And that's just exponentially so much more with God and us. If when we say, you know, thank you for giving me this, I'm going to write it down to show you how grateful I am and that I want to follow the counsel that you're giving me. And I want to be like Alma and I want to preserve it and remember it. That are, those are the five ways that we can receive blessings by recording our thoughts from God. And just to recap what they were, uh, the first one was that it preserves the integrity of the message. Second, it preserves the feelings of the moment. Third, it plants spiritual seeds. Fourth, it facilitates future sharing. And fifth, it enhances future revelation. So as with all of the episodes that are in this series, there is a principle that you can get. Um, you can find the principle at spirituallymindedmom.com in the show notes, or you can find it in on Instagram in my profile. There's two sections of every principle. The first section is a ponder section. And this week on the ponder section, it just gives you a chance to ponder on your own answer to the question that I ask to every guest on the podcast. How have you seen and felt God as your partner in motherhood? And then there's space on that printable that you can write out your answer. For the act portion of the printable, you're just invited to start writing down your thoughts, impressions, feelings, tender mercies, and even just the everyday stuff so that you can start to recognize God in your life. And there are lots of ways that you can do this. You can use the note sections on your phone or an app or a paper journal or any combination of those ideas. And also, if you need a place to start, there as part of the, the printable, there's also three different journal templates. They're pretty much the same, but they, they just kind of have a, little, a few different elements to them. But you can choose one of those templates, and that will help you to get started. So I also wrote a blog post on spirituallymindedmom.com, which I will link up in the show notes and on Instagram. It's called, Want to Be a Better Mom? Write in Your Journal. And this post just shares more of the benefits a mom can receive from journal writing. It also gives you the details about how you can use the journal template that I'm providing in the printables. And you can, like I said, you can find a link to that on Instagram or in the show notes at spirituallymindedmom.com. 
And I really just want you to know how much I have loved sharing this five-part series with you. It's been hard. It's it's hard. It's a lot easier to interview a guest than to prepare something and come on here and share more of my heart and being a little bit more vulnerable. But I know that it's what Heavenly Father wanted me to do. And I so I hope that you find some benefit from it. I hope that it helps you to become closer to Him. And I will be back next week with another episode, another great interview. I hope that you have a great week and that these principles and these episodes will help you in your life. Thank you so much for listening. If anything that you've heard on today's episode or in a past episode is something that you feel like someone in your life could benefit from, please share it with them. I would love for you to share the podcast and help spread this message that God is there for us, that he loves us, that he wants to help us in our motherhood. I know you have a million things to do, and I'm grateful you took the time to listen to today's podcast. I hope the episode helped you to know God is your partner in motherhood. For show notes, head over to spirituallymindedmom.com. For more motherhood inspiration, follow along on Instagram, at spirituallymindedmom. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on iTunes. This helps more moms to find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. Have an amazing day, and remember, you are doing God's work, and you are doing it wonderfully well.